now, coming to you live, but not really live, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible Belt, it's the Gut Check Podcast, with your hosts, Ted Gluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friend and partner in radio, Zachary Bartles. And uh, baby, this is this is record time for us. I think in terms of like time from when we started to try to make the connection to when we actually got on the air. I, I mean, it feels this feels revolutionary, does it not, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when? Remember when off the air? So we had connected. We had connected via the miracle of, of Zencaster, and um, <laughs> and the first thing you said was "dude," and I said, "I said what?" But I said it in a way where there was going to be yes. more, right? Like I was like, "A dude." I said what? As though there was as though there was going to be more following. Like the dude was just like, you know, hey, and and <laughs> but then you didn't say anything, and you were just like, "No, it's just a general, just a general dude." <laughs> It's just a just a general dude, like yes. dude. I don't know. That's I don't know who it is that I'm being. I, <laughs> I don't do even that, know who it is but... that you're being either. I don't know. Who it's been I? so long since <laughs> probably anyone did that that I I don't even have a frame of reference as to who you would yeah, be. Paulie Shore, probably. Paulie um, Shore. I almost said Brendan Fraser, but for kind of no good reason except that he was around back then. They were in Encino Man together, right? They were, dude. Um. I wanted to tell you this, though. I, I think what happened was we passed the curse. Um, I recorded my first These Go to 11 last night, yeah. and it was literally 20 minutes of dinking around with the technology. I love it, dude. And I wound up just talking on my phone to him. Nice. And then you and I get in on, on here, and it's like 13 seconds, and we're recording. So It's 13 seconds, and we're saying dude to each other. You know, It's a miracle. <laughs> in, in a general in way. In a general way with no follow-up. We're just saying it. It's amazing. <laughs> Baby, speaking of uh, this is random and off script, but speaking of actors of that ilk from that era, I tried yeah. um, I tried Michael Rappaport's new Netflix original series last night. Um, hey, have you seen this thing? No, nah, what's it called? Dude, no, I love Michael Rappaport. He's one of my favorite like '90s character actors. He's he's like you know that guy in every '90s movie. I, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's like a it's like a 90s sitcom, except that they have an autistic kid and they swear once in a while, which makes it a Netflix thing, I guess. And um, <laughs> dude, it sucks so bad. So Jennifer Jason Lee plays Rappaport's wife and she's the least. I love her too. Oh yeah. She's the least believable like TV mom ever. And you're right. The last time I saw her was in the hateful eight and she was like murdering people and like covered in blood. Yes. Gosh, I hated that movie too. Did you, what did you think? Oh my, it was a gong show. Yes. It was terrible. It was so bad. I was disappointed after, uh, like he'd been on such an upturn after, uh, Django Unchained Mm -hmm. and Inglorious Bastards. I just, I had huge high hopes for the thing, but, um, so anyway, Rappaport and Jennifer Jason Lee are the parents in this thing and they're raising, uh, like a kid on the autism spectrum. And the show is terrible because they take Rappaport, who to me is like a, he's like a stallion. He's like a thoroughbred. You know, you don't, you don't cage up Michael Rappaport. Like you got to let him run. And um, they just made him play like a, a standard 90s sitcom dad with like standard lines about, you know, dinner and who's picking up the kids. And oh, it was awful, man. Yeah, it bummed me out. Don't get out of your wheelhouse. Know who Absolutely. you are. Absolutely. Maybe. You know, when he was like the uh, the like buddy in Hitch, I was like, "Why are you yeah. doing this? That's not right. you, dude." You know what? You know what defines what? him for me? Uh, it, it was a little movie called True Romance. Sure, uh, absolutely. Screenplay by Quentin Tarantino. Yep, yep. And he and Brad Pitt were like, like Brad Pitt was second to him in it, right? Yes. Remember his roommate Floyd? He was a stoner. Dude, I um, love a movie and- in which Michael Rappaport and Brad Pitt are together. That's two of my favorite people. Heck yeah, that's and it was a great flick, and uh, that kind of in my mind, like he kept on that trajectory until he was in that terrible school teacher show in the nineties. Remember when everything was like every like people scowling at each other in yeah. otherwise boring and mundane jobs, but trying to amp up the drama. Yes, dude, they were trying to like, they were trying to give meaning to boring jobs, and it's just like no, this is quantifiably <laughs> a boring job. That's why there's no shows about it. <laughs> 
Right. It was it was called the Boston Public School or Boston yeah, Public. It was called just Boston Public, I think. Yeah. yeah, just Boston, just Boston Public, which I for some reason for like a year it was on, and I thought it was like a uh, a legal show. I thought it was a and legal show day, too because it sounds legal, yeah. like public defender, public whatever. Yeah, right, right. No, it's it's public school, which is less interesting than that. Well, <laughs> yeah, because we were all bored when we went to public school. Right, public school is the least interesting thing in the world when you were there. Uh, Probably it was written by someone who homeschooled and they assumed that public <laughs> school actually was like that, like exactly. drugs and knives and oh, yeah. drama every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, baby, we um, I think we know our wheelhouse. And uh, what's what's fun about today's episode is that we are going to take a deep dive into some fan stuff. So we, we've been getting inundated, Zach, flooded uh, with fan mail, with gifts, with visits from people. And uh, I want to... <laughs> I want to honor some members of the gut check, the gut check family, the gut check army. So we're going to talk about that a bit. Um, and I want to start baby with, uh, something crazy that happened yesterday. So about a week ago, I get a random email from a guy and the email was quite articulate. Like I couldn't tell if this was a college kid or like a, like a grown man or what, but like he said, uh, I'm a big fan of your writing and your podcasts and I'd like to come you know, to union, to your campus and sit down on a class. So I write him back and I'm like, sure. And lo and behold, yesterday he shows up. This kid had, uh, he had driven from Tyler, Texas. So he'd made a pilgrimage, a road trip from Texas. And he, he made it a point nice. within seconds of meeting to say, I'm not here for the happy rant. I'm here for the gut check podcast. Like that's my thing. Oh, my thing is the gut nice. check podcast. And, you know, he was, he was very complimentary. And he said, I wish you guys would record more. And, um, all the right things. So his name is Michael, Michael Stiles. Um, I think he's going to come to Union. He's going to study with me uh, in the journalism program. And uh, we're, we're going to have a blast together, man. So I can't wait until Michael Stiles is on campus uh, at Union. And we're, uh, in, you know, he's sitting in for tapings of the program. So uh, so hats off to Michael Stiles. But baby, you have some uh, some materials that you've printed off there. You know, before I get to these, I should also, I didn't have anyone come up from Texas, but uh, a member of the Gut Check Army mm-hmm. uh, goes by the name of Alex Police. Yeah. I call him Alex Calva Police. Oh, yes. Police. My boy came and helped me move enormous pieces of furniture uh, up to the second floor of my house, which has to be done with like a series of like pulleys and, and ladders pulleys and, and stuff. On the Are you seriously getting. So a oh fan came to help you move. This is amazing. Well, I mean, he's my, the guy's my friend, but it, it, we yeah. met through the podcast. So uh, I think it can be chalked up to the magic yeah. of. Dude, Gut, gut check, check brings people together in, in magical ways, I think. This guy's going with me to uh, with me and Johnny Shekels to the Doc and Devo conference in, in Chicago's uh, next yeah, month. When's, next month. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask, when is it, when is that thing, man? It's coming, coming right up. That's uh, that's exciting, baby. Lots of cigars going to get smoked. Oh yes, dude. I'm jealous. I wish uh, I wish I could be there smoking those cigars with you. But let me let me ask you this before we get uh, deep into this other fan stuff. What's the most drastic like fanboying thing you've ever done? Like, did you ever road trip like to to meet somebody, see somebody? What uh, what what have you done in this space? Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, I've I've gone to San Antonio. Um, to hook up with Cliff and Dude, the stuff true. he's doing. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, that was something that was done yeah. for me on one level. Cliff was like, you should come. All expense yeah. paid. I was like, awesome. But at the same time, I would have shelled out oh, a pocket sure. just to hang out with him. Um, we'd never, you know, I never met him in real life before and stuff. Um, so that, I mean, that was, I'm sure that's the, yeah. I don't fanboy easily. And when I do, it's, it's for, yeah. I think I could have seen myself here. You didn't ask this, what you almost didn't, but I could have seen myself uh, going to Toronto uh, to be an extra on Boondock 2. Okay. Remember when they had that call yes. for like Boondock fans yes. to do that? Yes. That- if you would have wanted to do it with me, I would have, but you and I weren't friends quite yet. This was like a like six months before we Shoot us, met. dude. That would have been so fun. Oh, yeah. I remember there's a behind the scenes where he's like paid extras off to the back boondock fans come to the front and he like made sure they all got in the shot and everything yeah um i actually exchanged emails back and forth with troy duffy um like you know his arc was like he was enormous yeah he was the next huge thing then weinstein of all people before he was a pariah 
like tanked his chances and was like, no, I'm done with you. And so then his movie came out and it was very small and he kind of like, he flamed out. You know, there's a whole. Dude, why did Weinstein take it, tank his chances? What was the backstory behind that? Do you I know think what? part of it is he just like flavor of the weeks people and like, sure. you know, you're his golden boy and then he gets tired of you. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, obviously that's the least of the horrible things this idiot's done. But yeah, I yeah. think also it was like Columbine happening right when they were about to like yeah. uh, get a, a distributor lined up and they were starting to cast the movie and they were just like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, but if there's a movie called, a documentary called Overnight. Uh-huh. And it's about basically his overnight yeah. rise from nothing to being king of the world. And then his basically just stabbing himself a thousand times in the back and shooting him his feet off and just completely flaming out in every way. Dude, that sounds amazing. Um, I want to watch that. What's it called? Oh, you should. It's called Overnight. Overnight. And, and, and it says, the tagline is, there's more than one way to shoot yourself. And there's a picture of him holding a camera to his head. like a Nice. Gun. I'm going to check that. Um, but right... I'd say shortly after that, I uh, I had put on IMDb. This was back when IMDb was like yeah. newish, and I had written uh, that it was my favorite movie. Yeah. I put that on a review. This is probably you know two thousand yeah sure. two thousand maybe you know. And um, so he like messages me. He emails me. You could do that through. You Dude, could, this you is email this is an amazing story. And Why have I heard like, this? This is so good. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, I can't believe it's your favorite movie. Like I could tell he was just like, he, he just discovered yeah. the, the, uh, internet. His email was Coleco base at AOL.com. <laughs> okay. I confirmed in several ways that it was him. Cause you right. know, anyone could pretend and, yeah, yeah. And, and it was definitely him. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was asking him all these questions about the movie and he was eating up and I could tell I was one of a number of people. Yeah. He was eating up that like. He felt like he'd failed and he was just starting to sense, wait a minute, this is becoming a full on cult type thing. Yes. And it might not be over for me. Yes. Um, you know, and so, and this is wild in 2000, I said, you know, are you ever going to make a sequel? He said, I'm already writing it. Uh, replacing Smecker. No, he didn't say replacing. It. He's like a with Smecker, his protege, yeah. Eunice Bloom. Uh, and she has obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh, wow. Which eventually got like written out. Yeah. But I mean, he kept the name Eunice Bloom. Yeah. But I think it's so cool that he actually knew, you know, the the way the story was going to go. He had the idea in yeah. his head. He had the characters. He had it all ready to go. And then it didn't get made for like 10 years. And he stuck with it. He he kind of climbed back out of that uh-huh. pit that he had dug. And I, I, I say, uh, you know, a lot of people can't stand that guy. Even even when he started, you know, trying to kickstart a TV yeah. show reboot of the Boondock Saints and stuff. Dude, why? Why can they not stand him? What is this guy like not likable for? I just don't get it. I, I mean, I, if you watch that, that uh, documentary, uh-huh. you'll see how in the past he's been very unlikable. Okay. I mean, like he had a band called the Boondock Saints. Yeah. They were called the yeah. Brood. Then they changed it to the Boondock Saints to capitalize. And his brother, Troy, Troy Duffy's brother, uh, Taylor Duffy, was, was in the band. And there's this scene where he's like sitting yeah. around, like holding court in like this sad apartment. And he looks at his brother out of nowhere and just goes, you know, Taylor, I love you, but I don't trust you. Wow. <laughs> and the guy looks right into the camera of the guy who's like filming the, the behind the scenes. It's just like, what? <laughs> it, it's kind of a study in what happens when you just put someone up on this redonk pedestal, yeah. you know, because he got an EMI records deal for his yeah. band. Um, You know, he got everything was falling in place. You know, I'm I'm so glad that uh, I didn't have that kind of ascent, man, because I yeah. did have the. uh <laughs> <laughs> the disappointing turnout. Wow. Although I'd, I'd take the cult following. Dude, most people do though. I mean, most people have, most people have no ascent and no turnout. So, you know, you look at it that way and it's like, it makes it a little easier, but, but yeah, I mean, um, to have, to have that kind of a rise and then, you know, just as quickly to sort of disappear from the, from the scene is, is unique. You know, it's a, that's an interesting, unique thing. And then the rise from the ashes. That's the cool part, you know? Yeah. How much older than us is this guy? I would guess he's 50 now. Okay. And what is he doing now? Do we have any idea? He's trying to make the Boondock Saints TV show without either Norman Reedus or Sean Patrick Flannery. This this seems ill-fated to me. <laughs> to me too. And I think what people were angry about, dude, is that he was trying to, like, you know, the Kickstarter thing? Yeah. Uh, it was a box set of a uh-huh. show that didn't exist yet. Okay. And like, you know, a, a signed like cross, like the ones that the brothers wear and all this. There's like all this stuff. Um but it was $600. Oh my gosh. $600. And people were just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. 
And, but, but for a show that hadn't even been cast, sure. you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think, I think, yeah, there was definitely a time when people kind of didn't know how to do Kickstarter either, you know, and now, and now there's, you know, there's blogs and podcasts and there's all kinds of information on it. And, and some people still, and I didn't know how to do it. Like, you know, it didn't work for us for the movie. And we had, I think, cool stuff to give people, but um, yeah, so far, far be it for me to sort of pretend that I know how that whole world works, but uh, interesting. But now you're successfully GoFunding you, right? No. Or Patreon, Patreon, not GoFundMe. Sorry. No, we're we're doing Patreon for the other podcast, actually. So yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, which I I don't even I don't even think I've seen the page. I don't even know. I don't I don't know how that works, but uh, I hear that we're doing it. So you know as much about it as I do, probably, probably more <laughs> actually. So yeah, I, I don't I yeah I have no I have no idea what what's going on with that, um, or if it's even working. Like, are people giving us money? I don't know. I'm not seeing the money. So. You haven't gotten any money. I think that people are giving you money. Yeah. Let me quick check here. Yeah, let's check. www.patreon.com. I'm I'm signed up as a patron for Cliff Graham. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I could give the guy a hundred bucks a month for a couple of years, and I wouldn't have paid him back for that trip to Israel. So. Uh, oh my gosh, dude, that was amazing. <laughs> um, let's see here. Happy rant, I assume, is just the yeah. thing. Yeah, I guess. I'm not missing. I, I've tried Happy Rant Pod, Happy Rant, the Happy Rant Pod, and I'm trying the Happy Rant. <laughs> Maybe it's gone. Dude, no, I, I don't think it's gone because I feel like Piper just pimped it recently. So, um, Well, with the world, it's, it's not anything dude, I can find here. Happy Rant Oddcast. I haven't tried that. Yeah, maybe. Good grief. You know what? Actually, you can find the Patreon for the Happy Rant Podcast in the middle of the page for the Gut Check Patreon. It's just in the middle. Of the- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Go to missionaware.com, alt.backslash, usenet, you know, here, Gut Check Podcast. dude. You can find you guys it. have 19 patrons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which amounts to $141 of your goal for $300 per month. Hey, all right, man. We're, we're, we're making it happen. Is that good? Now, what do people get for that? They get, they get Barnabas's book, it looks like, okay. which is cool. Yeah. A little coffee, a little Ligaris Roasters. Roasters. Nice. Yeah, why not? Maybe, maybe they're using it to like pay for, well, I, don't, I guess if you're using Podbean, there's no cost. I don't know. Maybe Barnabas is just shaking you all down. Dude, maybe he's embezzling the money. It's white collar crime. I'm going to need to confirm <laughs> about this. Dude, I could see Barnabas as a defendant in a suit. You could see him doing white collar crime or just a defendant yeah. in any kind of suit. No, I mean, I, and I don't mean in a lawsuit. I mean, in a suit suit, like sitting there in like a suit that's <laughs> sitting there. It's a little like too big it. for him. Yeah. Yeah. A little too big for him. Like you could tell he hasn't worn the suit in a while, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I can see Barnabas like walking away in the orange jumpsuit without any emotion on his face. Oh, ooh, yeah. I feel like he would do the emotionless thing really good. I feel like he does it through most of your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I love it. Oh, hey, at least I didn't call him plastic like Joe Thorne did. That was really funny. Wait, wait, wait. Thorne called Barnabas Piper plastic? He said he looked like a mannequin ah. or a ventriloquist dummy or something. You remember? Oh, you know what? That might have been before you you were out shooting guns and we were talking and then you, oh, yeah, you popped yeah. in. <laughs> That's incredible because I think I think he and Thorny are friends. Like he, Oh, they are. They're, I mean, he was just busting chops. Just busting I, I mean, chops. Okay. As am I. I don't really think he's a criminal. I think he's a great right. guy. Right. No, nor do we think he's emotionless on the show. I think, I think of of all three of us, he probably cares the most about whatever it is we're talking about. I'll I'll say that for him. Certain things more than others, but certain things more than certain things more than others. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, can I read some uh, reviews? You want to read some reviews? I emailed you a yeah. page of them. Dude, let's do it. Yeah, we got that whole fabulous page of reviews. Let's uh let's pop that thing open and and just have at it. And then we'll talk about some some solo flex issues that that arose after uh one of our our recent episodes yeah our uh our what do you call research, research assistant has yeah, been exactly. hard at work yeah boy our boy drew. drew getting it done um all right baby you want to just take this top one here all right uh now i have two pages which one do you have it start you have the one that starts with Do- dominic or with video b i have the one that starts with dominic i don't have the other pitch all um right. Maybe- all right why don't you read the f- i've only got two or three that we haven't read on the other only two that i haven't read on the other one so uh yeah you start all right start with uh dominic you know what I just tried to do? What's that? You had sent me a, a screen capture of these uh, of, of these reviews. Oh, crap. There's the more thing again, isn't there? No, no, no. There's not the more. Well, there is the more thing. There is the more yep. thing with his. But I, I tried to click to scroll down with my arrow on the on the <laughs> image. 
because I'm oh, boy. 85 years old. All right, so let's skip that one and we'll go back to it. Okay. Um, or let, yeah, we'll see. Let's go from the bottom up, and I will find that one by the time we get to All it. All right, uh, this is going from the bottom up. These are fawning reviews of the pod, the podcast that you're listening to, the Gut Check Podcast. Um, this one is titled "Something Witty," and we get a full five stars. Um, the name of the gentleman here is Tyler in Ohio. I, I love this. I love how minimalist this is, Zach. I want to I want to lay this on you and then get your thoughts on it. I have spent the last year-ish going through all the Reformed podcasts. <laughs> this one is possibly the best. <laughs> that's that's it. That's wonderful. That's I all that needs to be said. Yeah, Tyler. No, Tyler is wonderful, but I feel like Tyler has some. I, I'm. I don't want to read too much into the you know the two sentence review there, but I feel like he has some some commitment stuff, some commitment issues because he wasn't ready to commit to the last year. It was the year ish, so it could could be anywhere from like. <laughs> Nine to 16 months, I think. Um, going through all the Reform D podcasts. So like, I don't know. I don't know what that would include, what the spectrum would be. And then and then finally, this one is possibly the best. Like I'm not ready to, yeah, I'm not ready to I call see. it the best. But I'm, I'm possibly, it's a strong possibly for, for Tyler in Ohio. Um, now, what if it would have said this one is one of the best? Would that have seemed noncommittal to you? Yes, that would also be noncommittal. And I, I actually like possibly better <laughs> because- Possibly like the best, poss- meaning that it's the best, except it's the best as yeah, far as he yeah. knows. It, it's the best as far as he knows. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's just saying, I haven't listened to all the podcasts that there are in the world, but of all the ones I've listened to, this one is the yeah. best. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying. All right. Let's go up one more. This one comes from, and I never know how to pronounce this. This is someone yeah. I interact with on on Twitter. I'm oh, just going to okay. say Courtney. That's her real name. Uh yeah, w- w- make something out of that. See, el- maybe it's oh, like Courtney right. dot Elise Lot. Lot. Elise Lot. Yeah. So that that's you know mm-hmm. it's neither here nor there. We she could she could actually weigh in and let us know what it really is. I'd I'd like to know now. I'm curious. And it says it's five stars naturally. I like it. Um, name of it is a fawning review. You know what you're dealing with there. I like it. I like just taking the guesswork out of it. <laughs> I like the straightforward nature of things. <laughs> it says uh, so far the show has been amazing. Bad, mm. bad joke, but I feel it fits the spirit of the podcast. Then there is an a rectangle because I don't have apparently the right emojis or something installed on my Windows laptop. Do you see like what emoji do you think it would have been? I don't know, like the the crying laughing one or a middle finger. Yeah. I don't know. No crying laughing. <laughs> I'm thinking crying laughing. Okay, <laughs> they always have me laughing, especially when they review energy drinks and do live commentary on movies. One of my favorite podcasts. See, mm. now we don't have the possibly, but it's just yeah. one of one of. I don't like being podcasts. one of. I, I, you know, I'll I'll be honest. I don't love being one of, but I'll take it. You know, I know she's <laughs> she's a loyal. She's a member of the Got Check Army. She's a fan of the program. She's in the family. So, um, you know, there's some there's some stuff there to work through, but um, you know, it's okay. Uh, next one here, Zach. This one is entitled "Baby." This podcast is the money. Oh, I love that. I love it too. This is five stars by M underscore Tenant. Uh, the, here we go. These guys, or should I say, business moguls, are creating podcast gold. Hilarious, <laughs> interesting, witty, and full of creativity. I love their fun-loving rapport with one another. This is one of my favorite podcasts, and it always keeps me laughing. Love it. Keep it up. That 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 to me is almost the perfect review. Is it not? I like the two exclamation points at the end. Love it. Keep it up. I love that too. I love You know, one thing I think that on could have been guy. made it a little better, if it would have said, I love that. their fun, loving rapapore with one another. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. That would be good. That would be really good. All right. Zach, you got the next Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. My tribe, five stars. This one comes from Team Fatman76. Yes. I don't know what you're going to think of this one, man. Okay. Although these two guys clearly peaked in the 90s, their witty banter and incessant need to harken back to the whatever decade, period. I like I, I like the grammar there, though. You see what's going on in that first sentence? I don't because there's no verb. Yes, that's that's what's going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although these guys clearly peaked in the 90s, comma, so that's a clause. Yeah. Their witty banter and incessant need to harken back to the whatever decade. Yeah, and it should be followed by, you know... It, like makes, makes me excited, excited or, or indicates that they are great or <laughs> means they didn't peak in the nineties. Yeah. 
If Cato Kalin were a podcast, this would be him. Now that I like. Yeah. Or do I? I don't know. I don't know if Cato Kalin was a pool boy. He was. He's going to have a jackass. He's a jackass. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Um, now, this guy, I want to be careful, though. This guy also left a five-star review of my my other podcast, Clinch, and uh, I, I don't have as many there as we have here, and I'm I'm protective of those. You know, I don't want them no. to disappear on me. Uh, but, oh, my gosh. Keep up the effort, guys, I guess. I guess. Keep up the effort, guys, I guess. No, keep up the efforts, guys. Like, there's multiple efforts, multiple guys, which is correct. There's two of us. <laughs> And we each have our own our own effort. We don't like we, pool we our, each have our own efforts that we bring to the table. Different <laughs> different things, different areas in which we're making an effort. You know what? I feel like the end of it here, if especially if it were like not its own sentence, uh, makes the rest of it okay. Okay. Since I shameful now, since I shamefully fit right in with your snark witticism and worldview. <laughs> <laughs> shamefully, shamefully, dude. There's so much going on in that little that little nonsense. Um, why is he ashamed of it? What I like is five stars. I That's like what five I like. stars. I like his spirit, but I want to know from Team Fat Man, like, why are you ashamed? Why why are you ashamed to fit in with our <laughs> with our snark witticism <laughs> and worldview? And also, what's the what's the second <laughs> half of that thing? Since I shamefully fit right in with your snark witticism and worldview, comma. Yeah, he likes to start thoughts and then just abandon them. You know, yeah, That's- I love Team Fat. I want to hang out with this guy. <laughs> I want to like go out with this guy one one evening because I, I bet it would be just a series of like started thoughts. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like like even the events, you'd be like you'd go to a, a movie theater and buy the ticket and then just leave. <laughs> Dude, you go to a restaurant <laughs> and order dinner and then a bar order comes. <laughs> I actually would enjoy hanging out with Team Fat Man because I like finishing people's sentences for them on occasion, and I feel like ah, okay. Team Fat Man and I would be the per- we'd be the perfect couple because I could. He could start a thought and then I could finish it. And it, we, together we would be we would be the perfect like companion for for an evening. Not yeah. not Ted. I know that you like <laughs> finishing people's sentences. <laughs> but Zach, I do. I, I do enjoy that. I've heard that somewhere more than once. Yes. But uh but since I have the second half of this review and you have the first half, and you can't click more on a JPEG, even though you tried. <laughs> even though I've tried um, several times. <laughs> Why don't why don't you uh, go ahead and start it and I will finish it. Yeah, the way this is going to work, Zach. So the dynamic of the group is I will assume the team fat man role here, and then I will and I'll be the team. Yeah, yeah, I will start a thought and not finish it, but I'm, I'm going to let you bring it home. So uh, this is a review by a gentleman named Dominic Canto, and <laughs> it's called "Great Show Deserves Fawning Review," which I couldn't agree more. Five stars. Uh, Dominic Canto says this: Seinfeld was a great show about nothing. This podcast is like that, except it is about energy drink reviews, eating a box of tacos, smoking cigars, <laughs> running commentary on B-movies, writing whatever book they want. <laughs> that might be my favorite part. <laughs> 90s nostalgia, the enduring Palm Pilot, and endless diehard Rocky and Karate Kid references that will get you through the day like a champ. Like a champ. <laughs> Dominic is a champ. This guy's a champ. I want to meet this guy. Domin- Dominic wins. Dominic wins. Dominic's the winner. Zach and Ed are hilarious and engaging in whatever random crap they are doing. <laughs> if you don't like this show, you are likely the problem. Yes. Keep it up, fellas. Yes. Dominic loves- and notice that it doesn't say keep it up, fellas, I guess. Keep it up, I guess. I'm sh- shamefully submitted. Keep it up, maybe, I guess, uh, with your efforts. Um, no, Dominic is a champ. Uh, that was a fawning review, and I'm, I'm fawning over how fawning it was. Um, I'm glad he likes the random crap that we do. That makes me feel good. All right. So I've got a few, I'm going to, I'm going to just quickly like power through real fast. Three, uh, reviews that I did not, uh, read on the air that we, that we didn't read on the air before, uh, for the smoking book, the Christian gentleman's smoking companion, our most successful book to date. Uh, and I'm curious what you think about this first one. Uh, it's by a name that looks sort of like Mm -hmm. avian. If you put an extra O in it, like avian, it's a lot of vowels. Avian, like so not avian, not like bird-like, but just almost bird, like a. I don't know what it means. Okay, so not being male nor a cigar smoker, I merely skimmed the book. However, uh-huh. I did enjoy the name dropping done on some of the pillars of the faith. Interesting. So, of all the things, of all the all the words on all the pages in our book, <laughs> what what avian resonated with the most was the name dropping. 
the name like it could have just been a like a couple pages full of names like i like just seeing charles spurgeon's name written on a page kind of thing (laughs) this is fascinating this this begs the question so i i'm certain she didn't buy the book because she's not a cigar and pipe smoker which 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 makes me think she probably like just ran into it in the wild you know what i mean like it was (laughs) at a doctor's office or (laughs) <laughs> or her boyfriend had it yeah her boyfriend had it and and she's flipping through it as he's like i don't know in the other room on a phone call and uh i'd love to know so ada on if you're if you're listening i'd love to know the the story of how you ran across our book and then how you were like the, the motivation to log into amazon and leave a review <laughs> but then zach to leave that review you know what i mean <laughs> Which is neither good nor bad. Like I'm, I'm not imputing the, the the dignity of the review at all. But it's just, it's interesting. Like the motivation there. Are are you are you following me? Do you know what I'm saying? I I totally do. Yeah. No. My I had two questions. One was why buy the book if you don't care about cigars. Right. But I think you you sussed that out pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you just kind of flip, I mean, I, I, there's lots of books. I've just sort of yeah. I've been somewhere. I've been bored. I picked it up. I flipped through it. And gone. Huh. What would you- I have never like. Picked up my phone afterward and been like, "Time to leave." What would the analog be for like you and me? Like a like a book on like, hey, I ran across this book on gardening, and you know, I, I right, yeah, or yeah, I ran across the quilting book. book, and I really liked the, you know, how you mentioned uh, notion. Thread, I liked all the know? notion talk. Notion. I like the word notion. I like seeing the word notion on the page. <laughs> this is my review: four stars because of the notions. You know. I would like us to put put out a quilt book and call it Thoughts and Notions. Thoughts <laughs> and Notions. <laughs> <laughs> and the cover could itself be like a little patchwork quilt. Of the gut check logo. Of, of the gut check logo. Dude, real thing. Okay, real, real thing. Um, I want our listeners to to dial in on this and listen closely to what I'm about to say. If there are any listeners in our in the gut check army or, or listening right now who are quilters. I would love nothing more in this world than a gut check quilt. So if, you could, if you could piece together a, a gut check quilt and mail it to us, uh, maybe two quilts, maybe one, maybe we share it. We, we share custody of the quilt. I don't know how it's going to work. I haven't thought through all the details. Maybe, you know, next time I'm at your house, we just kind of wrap up in it together in it and together. watch uh, Mystic While Pizza. While we watch Mystic Pizza. Someone make <laughs> us a gut check quilt for the love of all that's good in this world. That's what I need the most. We're not talking about one of those sad, like, printed on a Afghan woven blanket things at Walmart. We're talking about, like, uh, I want to see a bunch of little white and black squares. Some of them are, like, half is a half triangle is black and then a triangle is white. And when you zoom on out, it's the gut check logo. A patchwork gut check quilt. I want this. That would take ages to put together. You know what? What are the odds somebody's working on it? Like before us even- already, like even before we drop the app, probably high. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think I think that's in the works. So you know who you are if you're making a gut check quilt. Uh, reach out to us. We want to make a connection because we we want the quilt. Um, <laughs> we we want the quilt from you, uh, Zach. Lay the next review on me. All right. Now this one is a little bit more. This one's a little more comprehensible. Uh, like it makes more sense that the person left the review, and it is also far more positive. So. Five out of five stars. Yes. Uh, And it says, I read this book in a couple days, not because I enjoy reading or I'm a fast reader. It was just that. Wait a minute. That's it. (laughs) It was just. Oh, never mind. Hold on. Hold on. That's the name of the review. But it's also a little snippet of text, not at the beginning of the review, but sort of from within. So they they, fished out. They kind of like a section of text from the review. (laughs) As the title of the review. Yeah. I think they just wanted to like uh, kind of entice it to the hook to bring people in to read the I whole review. Person. I, I resonate with this person. This is good. <laughs> All right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It says, man, where do I begin? These guys, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles, interweave solid comedy, helpful cigar info, practical smoking tips, and sound biblical support for enjoying cigars to the glory of God in a way that I can only describe as, ellipsis, poetic. Yes. I read this book in a couple of days, not because I enjoy reading or I'm a fast reader. It was just that. Are you ready for the end of that sentence? Yeah. Dang good. Yes. A bit about the biblical support piece. 
There are certain circles in Christianity that disagree with smoking, drinking, and things of the like. These fellows do a good job of carefully and humbly giving a biblical perspective on the topic of smoking to the glory of God, addressing misinterpretations, providing more accurate ones, exhorting to not allow personal freedom to hinder brotherly love, all doing this in the span of about three pages, sweet and to the point. Funny, informative, practical, and biblically sound, five stars. Yes. Wow. That was good. What's the name on that one? Uh, that is from John Nan. John Nan. We 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 want John we Nan. love you. The guys love you. <laughs> <laughs> the the quilt loves you. The quilt loves you. I wanted to bring up the quilt again. Just to, I want to keep planting that seed. Baby, what are the odds we're gonna get that quilt? Oh. I, I want I'm not gonna rest until I'm wrapped up in that quilt. <laughs> then you're gonna rest well. Then I'm gonna rest so well. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah, I got I got one more, and if there's anyone who's gonna come up I mean, who's gonna make with the quilt, it's this guy. And yeah. his and his wife probably. All right. Yes, good. And can you guess who it's going to be? Who this is written by? Is it one? Well, I've got two guesses. Uh, All right. It's either one Charles Weebus, Charles Charles Not Weebus, Charles S. Weebus Esquire, or <laughs> it, Ruddy. Ding ding ding! Freaking ding! Yes. Yes. Oh no no no! I, I want to do that again. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> want to ring the bell? The mouthpiece. Through the mouthpiece. <laughs> the mouthpiece. Ding. Ding. I love it. All right, later. All right. This is by I assume it's Ruddy. It's Kevin R. Yeah, yeah it's Ruddy. Um This book ain't no swisher sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't so much like that. I know what he's trying to do, but that, I, I know, know what he's that, trying to do. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't love it. It strikes but, me in the little eighties that this ain't no Yeah. You know what Ruddy though, like, earned the right to make some mistakes now and then. Ruddy's better than that, is what I'm saying. He is. Um and, and Ruddy, by the way, put in a photo. You know how you can put a picture in? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> a bunch of Gutchek Army people were putting in uh, pictures of, in reviews of my book, Playing Saint All yeah. Souls Day. Um, there was one of Rachel Held Evans. <laughs> and and uh, they, they Photoshop in the thing. She's holding something else. They make it look like she's holding that book. Nice. This one with Nadia Bolz Weber. <laughs> and she's holding a baby. And they badly Photoshopped the book over the baby's head. <laughs> and the one with, uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, Jory. What's whatever her name was. Jory Micaca? Jory Micah. Uh, uh-huh. With the thing on it. Yeah. So, but you can put a picture in. And, and Ruddy here has a picture of the um, title page of the book with both of our signatures on it. Nice. And you wrote Best Witches, best Wishes, Ted Cluck, 94. Yeah, nice. So he wrote, uh-huh. I've never smoked a cigar successfully in my life. Oh, One embarrassing day in my youth, I attempted slash pretended to. Dude, a little narrative, <laughs> a little ready backstory. What does every <laughs> review need? A good, a good backstory of the reviewer, you know? <laughs> so I know who this guy is, Absolutely. so I know how I much know. to weigh his opinion. I want to know what I'm reading, you know? I want to really know him. <laughs> oh, all I remember is thinking that the cap got far too wet. It looked as if a dog had, for 30 minutes, licked the end in an attempt to remove imaginary peanut butter. Oh, that's very descriptive. I needed this book. It is, yeah. It's <laughs> this was my seventh or eighth book to read by Zach and Ted, and it stands up. Buy it. It's a joy to read. Devour it in a single day or pace yourself. You will learn why sniffing a cigar is a dumb, dumb move, what long fill is, and how the movie Titanic would have ended were James yes. Suckling involved. And then he puts a little okay. quote in that's not from the book. I smoke in moderation, only one cigar at a time. Mark Twain. Ah, I love it. I love it. Ready. That's, that's, you know, that's vintage ready. Um, everything we've, everything we've come to know and love about that gentleman, Zach. Um, kind of embodied in that in that review uh if you will um what uh what <laughs> what <laughs> what, are, what are you thinking about <laughs> you know i was sort of i was sort of thinking about uh I'm going to be honest. I was like, I kind of pulled a scab off my arm and I'm looking for <laughs> a that band-aid. Right? That's true. Yeah. I'm just going to be a little, we're going to be a little raw. Dude, yeah. That's with raw. With everybody. A little, little bloody. I don't like to think a little bloody with ruddy. I don't like to think of you hurting baby. I'm sorry. This is it's the sound of me opening a, a bandaid. You got a little, uh, now I want to, I want to talk about the antibiotic sap situation. Do you have, do you have a little bit of that going on? 
I've got nothing, man. I'm just I'm just popping it on like a like a real man. And uh, I'll tell you yeah. what, Ted, I am I'm getting older. Yeah. Um, it's not uncommon for me to arise twice during the night to empty my bladder. <laughs> and uh, little like scrapes and scratches and and scuffs are taking longer and longer to oh, heal. Oh no, this is interesting. Baby. I don't know. That's not the case with you at all. You're you're not noticing like that would have been that would have been all gone after two days when I was oh, twenty, sure. but now it takes a you week. You know, now that you mention it, actually, um, I had this I had this nick on my leg, and um, KK's going to hate me for telling the story, but uh, it, yeah, it was <laughs> one of those deals awesome. where like she like she just gouged like a chunk of skin out of my leg because we were we were lying down on the couch to watch a movie together. <laughs> And we were trying to do that thing. This this brings in the quilt. We were trying to do that thing where like both parties are, okay. are comfortably under the quilt and you're kind of like uh, adjusting uh-huh. your legs around until you get to that that point where like both of you have like good, a good a good quilt situation. And as she was adjusting her her feet, like her her toenail like gouged out a chunk of my skin. Like the size of a like the size of a dime. And it, <laughs> it, it, dude, a divot. It was like a divot it's like and, a and divot it bled. And it hurts. And I was trying to do that thing where like, you know how when, I don't know if this is a thing in your marriage, you know how when like your wife hurts you accidentally. <laughs> and if you, if you indicate almost at all that she's done it, then she, she becomes the victim. You know what I mean? But, like really, I'm the one, I'm the one lying here, like bleeding out by my leg. So I'm really the victim. But if I, if I draw too much attention to it, then then she becomes the victim. So I was doing how so wait, how? What? Yeah, I was I was doing this like strong stoic thing where I'm like, "Ah, it's no big deal. It's nothing. It doesn't hurt that bad." And meanwhile, like it hurts really bad. And like there's a lot of blood. There, there's a <laughs> lot of blood coming out of my leg. And uh now Ted, yeah. at some point she would have had to have removed like a bunch of your like skin and like dermis and 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 like uh, blood and dermis there was dermis all over the place from under her toenail yeah that's it i mean so you can't you can't be in denial real long about <laughs> about the dermis and about what's happening ted but, talk uh, me through here what happens how does she become victim like what what is the write me a little dialogue here you say oh man all oh, that hurt oh i'm bleeding yeah and what does she say and like if i were to say that she'd be like oh wow well i feel i feel horrible now you know something like that you know what i mean like where I've made, I've, I think my wife and I have the same thing, only the opposite. Like where I've made too big a deal of it. Now, how is it the opposite with you? That's interesting. Talk me through that. Like if, like like if uh, she, if I like accidentally like elbowed her in the head yeah. or something, and she was like, "Oh, ow, ow," I would get all kind of like, "Oh man, uh-huh. I'm the worst yeah. about it." Um, and I think it's a defense yeah. mechanism. And apparently, it's a it's a kind of a women it womanish is. thing to do, right? <laughs> apparently, you consider me a woman friend. Um, what? Ah, dude, you're always quoting movies that I don't get, and I quoted a movie that I was sure that both of us would get the reference, but uh, but you didn't get it. It's from um, so I married an axe murder. Oh, I I do know that one. I just haven't seen it in some years, dude. No, it's fine. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. See, now you feel like the victim, kind of, and and see, uh, Ted. I guess, yeah. You know what? I I should have known that. Yeah. So I guess. No, it's okay. It's okay, baby. I'm the no, jerk. Okay. So I'm, I'm the jerk. big jerk. I'm so sorry. I'm the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, what a- who sa- who says that line? Uh the woman friend thing? Yeah. The Mike, Mike Myers. Myers? Yeah. Okay. I, most of what I remember from that involves uh the the orange on a toothpick exchanges, the kid with oh, the big Oh, those head. are good ones. Yeah, those are good ones. That's a favorite movie of ours. KK especially loves that movie. I think it's very nostalgic for her. Ted, we've got we've got this email from Drew G. Drewy, yes. Um, Drew. You want to read that for us? There's there's pictures we can't share with everybody, but we can put them on the uh, we can put them on the pod or on the the show notes page. Because Hans Booby, it's radio, not television, right? Um, all right, I'm looking for this email. Here we go. This is from Drew. This is from our research assistant. So he says this. Uh, this is in the same email thread as Exit Fifty Nine and Ted at Tu. So this is the guy that unearthed the dead Garfieldized photo of me. So that was a seminal moment for the gut check. Seminal. Moment. He's done. A, he's done a lot of good work for the program. So Drew, if you're if you're out there, and I know you are, thank you for um, your work on our behalf. So Drew says this. All right. 
So there's been a lot that has transpired since I sent the sad Garfield ass pick of Ted from my brother-in-law's Taylor yearbook. Also, did we ascertain who his brother-in-law was and if I knew him? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. So maybe Drew in another in another you know private message just to uh, the the executive team here at Gotcheck he can uh, he can suss that out for us. I need to circle back. So this is Drew again. I need to circle back to that as I might have had some follow ups on it, but that will not be today. I, I like how he's, he's letting us know that may be coming, but it's not today. I have other business today. <laughs> Very clear. Uh, new paragraph. I recently listened to '80s Ripped. And oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, was it great? <laughs> like Tony the Tiger. Like Tony the Tiger, this guy. I love it. There was just so much winning going on that I can't comment on all of it at this time, but maybe more later. Again, I, I like that he's <laughs> indicating what's going to come later. Like, D- D- Drew would be a great, like, if we were dating, if we were courting Drew, we would know where we stood, you know? <laughs> Like I'm not going to go into every- <laughs> this might happen later, but it's not happening. Yeah, tonight. I'm not going to go into everything at this time, but like there will be more good things said about you later, and and I feel like I would just be like, ah, good. Now I, I know where I know where I stand. I'm good, right? Um, okay, so he says this. I did some research on the internet regarding the Epic Solo Flex workout machine and came across these gyms. Gyms G E M S, not not G Y M S. So these gyms, and he's got two. <laughs> Solo flex ads um, featuring the same guy, so like the same model. Um, the first one said, "This is the guy we were discussing, right?" The this guy is we were uh, discussing with like the concavity beneath his his chest. Um, the first solo flex commercial says, "A good man is hard to find." No, no, no. A hard man is good to find. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? There, there's a very a very like '80s '90s picture of a hand, a woman's hand with very nice manicured nails. Like very coquettishly reaching out to stroke the shoulder of this shirtless gentleman, whom we can only assume is a is a solo flex uh, user, right? In that we see a picture of him in the corner using the solo flex. Yes, <laughs> so I think it's very safe to assume that he's a he's a a solo flex enthusiast. And then the next one says, "No pain, no gain." Um, and then the, did they make that up? No pain, no gain. I think they did. They they I, actually I think. <laughs> Chaz Marriott made that up. It, it, a long time is money, right? <laughs> so this one says no pain, no gain. It's got a a dude sitting in a very weird kind of pose. Um, he's wearing like very splayed. Yeah, splayed. He's very he's wearing like 1980s gym shorts, like like gym class shorts, <laughs> like nylon. They're very very short. They leave very little to the imagination. And he's shirtless, <laughs> and he's got some kind of a like a, a headband, like a bandana headband thing on. And he's, he appears to be like massaging a kink out of his, his left forearm. So he's just kind of holding his left forearm just so, and he's very ripped. He's a, he's a very fit young man. Um, 80s, he's 80s, 80s ripped. So I'm going to read the copy of the ad. Uh, it says this, to unlock your body's potential, we proudly offer Soloflex, 24 traditional iron pumping exercises each correct in form and balance. I'm sure. I'm sure those like little rubber band things that you put on the solo flex were correct in both form and balance. <laughs> all, all on a simple machine that fits in the corner of your home. I remember that was a big part of like the solo flex rhetoric. Like it fits in the corner of your home. It's, it was always like a sad studio apartment. Yeah. And that's where it fit in the corner. It's of like, it. how do you know what my home looks like? You know, and <laughs> how do you know what's in the corner of my home? Maybe I've got stuff there already. But um, but Drew, thank you for these ads. This is a this is a little walk down memory lane, um, and he he's actually included links to several things, um, uh, including some caveats. So I'm not going to get into this. I don't want to impugn the the reputation of the young man in the in the Soloflex ads. Um, but he did comment also on the stomach concavity that we recur- that we referred to, um, and he let us know that he plays the cajon. Um, so he's also a ca- cajon man, um, is Drew Geezy. So Drew, thank uh, but you know, Ted, you did bring up something that, that is very interesting to me. And that's the character of, of Mr. Scott Madsen, uh, the famed solo flex model. Yeah. Um, there's a funny write up with some unfortunate language uh-huh. on the smoking gun. Um, oh, it's not the smoking gun. It's the smoking nun. Okay whatever that is. And then there's one that suggests he may have been sentenced to prison, but then we got a follow-up email from drew Geezy, yeah. 
um, that says, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't vet those those sources, so maybe they're they're not actually." Dude, it's hard to believe something that you read on the Smoking Nun could be erroneous. You know, I used to think of the Smoking. I think the Smoking Nun is one of the fact checking services Facebook is using now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, baby, I think I I think I need to go soon. Are we Are we done? Are we close to it? Okay. <laughs> what you sound offended? You're hurt. I'm not offended. I'm just laughing. I feel like the whole th- the, the I feel like this was a a phoned in episode, and I know they're all yeah. phoned, but except the ones that we do. But live, I feel like this one know? was so it, it was right, kind of right. Fun. See, and maybe it's that this is the first one since a live yeah. one, and that's always. Dude, a I feel downer. like yeah, I feel like the first one coming off a live show is always a downer. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna posit something by way of encouragement to you, and I'm not just I'm not just saying this. I don't think this one was that bad. I really don't. Okay. I, I, I know you're not convinced. I know you're down. You're, you're a little wounded. But uh, I think you're going to, you know, cooler heads are going to prevail eventually. You're going to go back to the back to the tape. You're going to listen to this and you're going to think, you know, we, we, we really weren't that bad. This is good radio. I was hoping to interview you for my other podcast for a while, but I see we've used up all our time reloading our we have used up a lot of time reloading how days. how long would you need for that i don't know 10 minutes yeah let's do it let's do it. 10 minutes um i can do that i can definitely do that all right well let's let's shut this one down first okay um <laughs> what do i say before next time what do i typically say we will see you okay yeah so i'm just gonna say that i'm just gonna shut this one down here it is we will see you next time <laughs> Cut.